Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. We are back. It's another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are well. Roma, they go top of their Europa League group. Before we get into that, a thank you to all of our wonderful patrons over at Patreon. If you would like to join and support the podcast and get uh, early access to the episodes, other things as well, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. And of course, youtube.com slash at IS Roma Press. Please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have gotten an incredible response from the episode so far, uh, and truly, we are very, very grateful. Um, it, it means a lot, the support that we uh, we have received since we have uh, started to do the video version of the podcast. Truly, it uh, it means a lot to us. So thank you, everybody, for your support. Okay. I had, I had my high school teacher actually drop a comment in a in one of the on the latest episode yeah my 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 polish teacher my polish teacher from like eight nine years ago she she found her way into the roma press universe she dropped the comment as in emailed me about it uh, (laughs) so that that hold on hold on hold on that that means one of two things either she like uh, Google searched your name. Hey man, happened to come you know, across. Well, that's well, the yeah, yeah, you know, ever since you mentioned the thing of, um, I wanted to say Jaguar Cougars. Well, I'm, you know, so, uh, I'm, yeah, you know, you dancing with the in Vermont or something with Cougars and some sort of bar. You know, yeah, you don't, know, you don't. Uh, everything is on the table at this point. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> Well, uh, okay. Well, Irish. That must have been exciting. Yeah. Well, just keep you know, when it. She sees that. you doing these live streams. Uh, she, maybe she might. Maybe she was doing it out of concern. Like, oh my gosh, he's starting a YouTube <laughs> channel. He's living. Uh, you know, he's every time I well, see him, I, he's very he's positive. either in Montana, North Dakota. Feedback. She, uh, she, she. I, I, her, her English is limited, but she said we look like we're having a good time. So I just want to give a shout out to <laughs> my good old uh, teacher from high school. So if you're how watching. how exciting? Yeah. Well, we are having a, <laughs> we are having a good we are having a good time. I I, I mean. Certainly better than when the cameras are off. I mean, I, I am now in my left arm. I was about 5% metal and I'm about uh, at least 1% metal in my in my right hand. So um, you're like I'm a, hoping a, you're I, I mean, at this point, of Terminator. Well, you know, if, Roma, if if we keep doing this, I mean, I just did the math in my head. If we do this eh, another 10, 20, the thought, well, just going beyond that, I mean, the thought of us doing this in our 40s or 50s i had this weird flash you don't say flashback flash forward i don't know the right way to say it but you know graying silver fox you and i you had a vision a vision yeah yeah yeah. just uh you know if this were uh if this continues because i mean at this point i i roma press a little over a decade old but you and i have been doing this over half of a decade so, I mean, if we keep this up, we do this by the time, uh, you know, in our 40s or 50s. Uh, I mean, that in and of itself. Our youngest child will be seven months old. 
Well, I was about to say, I mean, the fact we would even be alive would be a testament to, I suppose, our <laughs> will to live. I don't know. But uh, I, uh, I I mean, if it keeps up, I, I hope to be at least a quarter uh, uh, of uh, platinum. I don't know, some other uh, phosphorus metals that I can get into uh, into my hand. The great thing is, even before this, I have to, uh, I carry a card that says if I... When I am in the airports, if secure, if the uh, security, if they find, uh, you know, if something goes off, and the, 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 everything is ringing, don't have to worry. This this card, you know, I am not a a terrorist. It's just you know, I dunked the basketball and fell on my arm, and the, the bone came out of the skin, and I had to get some plates, some screws, and some uh, uh, nails driven into my arm. And uh, my forearm tattoo removed because it went right through. My SPQR tattoo, by the way. Um, are you really a, a supporter? Just, In the media, I'll yeah. Roma if you don't have SPQR tattoos somewhere. Since we dropped the SPQR logo, we've had four wins, my friend. 11 goals scored. So I think we, I, all those people, you know, I don't believe in curses, but all those people that called this a curse... I don't know. Something's in the water because the SPQR logo is gone. We got the Riyadh season, <laughs> whatever it is. Nobody knows what Riyadh season is. Nobody knows what it means, no. but it's provocative. Well, well uh, there working. were only... Something's working. Something is working. And the fact, too, uh, the fact that it really pissed off uh, the former mayor, who I had the pleasure of meeting and... Uh, uh, on two occasions, both of which she was as unpleasant as she appears um, on, uh, whether it be video, uh, online, uh, Mr. Raji. What's the lyric? Malaraji, Raji, 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 Raji. I don't know. Yeah. Malaraji, Raji. Um, <laughs> she, um, I mean, just the fact that that sponsorship pissed her off. That was worth it. I, I mean, I don't even need the the the, the name of uh, the sponsor on the shirt anymore. That that paid for itself. Just making her angry, um, uh, because anytime I mean, she she is con. I thought I am a pessimist. She is constantly pissed off. You never see her be uh, uh, feeling, you know, loose, enjoying herself. But anyway, that's a great point on the sponsorship. Uh, Roma today against Slavia Praha. The only thing, not the only thing, the, 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 the first thing that comes to my mind is that was like business. That, was, that wasn't even the football match, you know, that, that was putting on the suit, going. It reminded me of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, you know, like uh, when we all know when a uh, shooter, uh, uh, shooter Alec Baldwin. You know, if, if there is a Glenn Gary, killer, Glenn Ross, then it's me. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, we see a, a very handsome uh, Alec Baldwin before he has uh, at least one body to his name. Uh, you want to talk about a guy with 22 children. Uh, I think he may be the only one who rivals me because doesn't he have like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got the Latina wife or pseudo-Latina wife. She passes herself off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was, she was caught passing herself off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, a good couple of years for... Uh, for Alec Baldwin, but yes, Glenn <laughs> Ross, please go on because I'm I'm listening. To no, you. you know when he says, um, I mean, he's giving the famous speech. Everybody Off knows these that closers only. But that that is what you know. I felt that 
as if Jose Mourinho like put that on before the match, like just that part where it gives to them the um, where he gives to them like the speech where he says, "I don't want to get us uh, hit by YouTube, but it's f or walk." Yeah, basically, yeah. I felt like that is what Roma did tonight. You want to talk about precision, uh, sharpness, clinical man? That was. Get it. when I say uh, get in, get out, advance, survive. That is what they did tonight, man. I mean, the game was over by twenty. You could have even said the match was over after the first minute because after Bove scored, I, at any point did you think Roma were going to concede? Because I didn't. I, I mean, uh, there were zero moments in that match where I, where I was, was holding a pretty my breath. Difficult. Yeah, it was a pretty safe. Yeah, were my. Uh, Backside was clenched where I was uh, experiencing uh, uh, heart arrhythmias, uh, irregular heartbeats. I mean, that was so uh, just business, professional. I don't know how else to put it, but that honestly felt like Roma. They they came to the stadium. They put on their kits. They went out. uh, By 20, it was over. And it was... Like they had a stranglehold on Slavia Praha because, again, at no point did I feel Roma were under threat. I just double-checked before we started. The, uh, Slavia Praha, they ended with two shots on goal, neither of which were entirely worrying or convincing. I, I, I mean, I don't know how else to describe this one, but I always say on here, well, not always, but Many times I come on here and I say, it doesn't matter how you get the points. The uh, A win is a win is a win is a win is a win. Uh, even though they have a different look to them, all of them are original. Uh, they are all worth the same ultimately in the end. I have to tell you, though, ahead of Inter, I cared very much about tonight, not only the result, but how they did it. That second half, and I, <laughs> with zero goals scored, everybody's going to say, or most people are going to say, well, how boring. I loved every second of it. Because it was as if Roma, it reminded me of like when you are, when when you're a child and you're fighting like your your little brother and you just have a you put your hand on top of their head and they're just trying to swing and they can't reach. That was a vision in my head, or that was that was what I felt like Roma were doing because that was complete and total control. On the the scoreboard does not say an annihilation. It does not say one-way traffic. If, if you just Google the score, you're going to say, oh, wow, okay, cool. uh, uh, relatively close match, not, uh, not an unbalanced result. There was no point in this match where I thought Roma would concede, and that was about as well-managed of a performance, I think, that Roma have had under Jose Mourinho. And I know that will probably sound like some hyperbole, but... To go out, score those two early goals, and just uh, it, done, done. Uh, that I, I loved every second of it. It was. Do you feel the same? It's a. It's. It was a composed performance. That's. That's really what the, the what you can say about it. It was a composed performance. It was a composed performance. It was a composed performance made by a team that went into it with a with a very specific mindset and. Fortunately, was the mindset I asked the team to show. You know, I'm mm. always worried when we have these smaller games right before a big match that the team yes. automatically goes with their thoughts to, uh, you know, to the game that matters, that seems to matter more in their eyes. Uh, whereas 
tonight, Roma went out and did exactly what they were supposed to do, which is handle yes. this game uh, with the same attention, the same care, the same focus as they would have to uh, to 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 address the game on Sunday against Inter. Um, tonight, they went in. They knew their objective was to win at all costs, to make easier, uh, to make life easier for themselves. You know, not to um, not to have to play two unnecessary uh, playoff games. Um, also, not to drop the momentum. You know, that Monza win was so it took so much out of you that it was so important to follow it up with a comfortable win. You know, a win that tonight was hard fought, but to to a completely different degree than 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 Sunday with Monza tonight was a hard fought game because the team knew what is at stake yes and had to play with a lead and obviously sometimes sometimes playing with a 2-0 lead can be very tricky because you concede that one goal and then you you're back in it right and We can think of so many times. Oh, with so yeah. many times. Cagliari all over again. Cagliari. So Just... many times. So many times. And yet today they find, found the strength not to repeat that. Um, not to, you know, not to let the demons of the past haunt them. Today they went in with a mission. With a mission. They were on a mission. Um, the whole team responded really well in both halves, really. Uh, you can't yes. pinpoint the moment where, oh, the team dropped their energy levels and and, uh, and and Slavia were right in it. No, Slavia were were never in it. That's the that's the thing, is that they were never in it. That's the encouraging aspect, um, is that Roma, once again, they show that they have the quality uh, to, to handle these on the surface, because to the, tonight was going to be difficult, you know, like this is a Slavia Praha team that no problem uh, beating the living crap out of Sheriff Tiraspol. Meanwhile, you had trouble beating Sheriff, like you beat them, but right. it wasn't as easy as, as tonight. It wasn't as easy as uh, the match against Servet. Uh, Slavia had the same objective, finish first in the group. And, and so it was never going to be a walk in the park, but Roma... Never, never let you, you know, go to that thought, that possibility of potentially seeing this team lose its cool and uh, and drop points tonight. So that's that's the thing that really spoke to me is that finally we we get a glimpse of a team that is uh, that is building something in terms of this momentum they're keeping it alive they're keeping it at alive at a at a very crucial stage of the season you know where right after a disappointing start you get back into it and you show me that you've learned that up having ups and downs is not sustainable if you want to achieve something and right now they're cruising they're cruising the match against monza yes it was tricky but tonight You sort of reaffirmed your grip on the steering wheel. And as you head into that inter game, you got players that are performing. You got players that are responding well despite several absences, several injuries affecting the team. And I think that is what matters most in this in this moment in time of the season, where the team, first and foremost, wasn't even really about the performance. It was about the results. The 
team showed up and delivered the results. As we say, since that SPQR logo is gone, you got four games, four wins, <laughs> 11 goals scored. That is the extent of the research we do here prior to the matches. I mean, that is where else? I, I do not see Opta tweeting that out. Uh, I don't see, uh, you know, Opta Paolo doing that one. Uh, good luck, uh, uh, Paolo. I mean, for not, I, I mean, once again, the research team uh, on top of everything. Um, once again, I, I know this will be another regurgitated point that I make uh, just in terms of because I, I care more, obviously, about the victory, the three points. Uh, obviously, 99.9% .9 of the time, that's what I care about most. Uh, without really caring about the style, you know, style or, or, or how beautiful it was. But man, to to get not only get those goals early, but um, Lukaku scoring, I thought was enormous. I, when you have a big match like this, and all of the all of the crap, man, that the uh, Interisti that is coming out in these days is uh, first off, it's you want to talk about hyperbole. I mean, uh, come on, uh, just really. He's a he's a he's a traitor. He uh, you know he he betrayed us. Did you see, did you see how us? Pinto perfectly perfectly responded to those things? Pinto said, "Uh huh." And what about what about um, uh, the way Edin Dzeko and Henrik Mkhitaryan went to a certain team? Right, right. <laughs> both both players walked out on Roma without even batting an eye, without even saying a word. Just they just turned around. And went into the opposite direction to to a team that was clearly getting better and better at a time when their team needed them. So yeah, I mean, Mkhitaryan, man, we, you and I say that every time they win the conference league. And let me reiterate, okay? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, at the time, uh, Raiola, he he was technically his agent, but the guys who oversee for Mkhitaryan, he, he has he has two guys from his family, one of whom is a cousin. They were already in Rome. They were there waiting. You know, it was as if your partner were to come in and she says, you know, uh, I'm not feeling it anymore. We, you know, we have to we have to break up. And you look out the window and she has the the, the moving the moving van there already. I, that is essentially what happened. That was perfectly said by Pinto. Um, give me a break. But, you know, if there was ever one guy who you would think who mentally because that's obviously the biggest thing for him coming into this it's the mental how are you going to handle you know it's going to be a difficult environment you know you are going into a place where that i mean by the way they have been saying this crap and talking about this it's uh, 26 october it seems like they have been talking about lukaku since june yeah, um, broke out in late June. Yeah, that's that's how that's how Beppe Marotta is able to to rally the troops. You know, the media <laughs> is immense. No, seriously, like Beppe Marotta is is unparalleled in how yes. he is able to get a, a narrative going and then keep it going. Um, so that, but that's that's the thing is tonight was always going to be a preliminary match leading up to Inter. It always, you know, when you have these games, you always have the smaller game that nobody really wants to play, that nobody's really eager to to get into, but you have to. You have to because it's like it's a, it's like the yeah. NBA season where in order to get to the playoffs, 
you have to face the you know the the game against the Indiana Pacers or the Charlotte Hornets who nobody wants to play you know uh Indiana Pacers <laughs> I believe the ticket for a, an Indiana Pacers game is like nine dollars so and they you it's at an all-time low so I'm just uh, saying I, I, I know you're, I you're not I can that name anybody player. on the team yeah exactly who, who, I can't name the only one. I, nine nine dollars for was... for, a, for a ticket to to an NBA game with the Pacers. So, um, you know, but you have to get it out of the way. But the tricky part is that, like, just like in the NBA, where even on an odd night right before the playoffs, you can get absolutely demolished by yes. you know, a winless side. The same thing can happen to Roma in the Europa League. Uh, we saw it against Ludogorets last season. That com- compromised our chances uh, of finishing first in the group. And it was imperative of this team to not lose momentum. We saw today yes. El Shirawi. He responded well. Bove played very well. We had uh, Lukaku after a difficult game against Monza gets back on the score sheet. These are all key elements that contribute to uh, and uh, hopefully an optimal preparation for the match against Inter, against an Inter side that, yes, they've, they've had 48 hours <laughs> more to recover. So, but, hey, that comes again. That comes with the territory of qualifying to the Champions League. Exactly. Uh, you know, well, you made your bet. That's, you so that's, that's always, you're always going to face that scenario. But the, the most important thing was not to let your guard down because... How can you feel confident going into a big match if you if you win one game, you lose the next one, and then correct really lose your mojo? You know we've seen that way too many times, and the problem with that is the team arrives, the big match is there, and they have to get into it. They have to, you know, they have to just claw their way into it rather than smoothly transition from one game to the next one. In terms of Pressure. The Slavia Prague game should have the same quantity of pressure than the Inter game. I want to have that same level of confidence that we saw tonight. Transition being slot in to Sunday, and uh, and and hopefully that's what we're gonna see. So that was that's why it was so important to not only get a result tonight, but also get the idea, the sense that we're dealing with a team that is in control in control of their own fate. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, the thing I find interesting, and it is something that uh, you and I have discussed uh, ever since it happened multiple times. Before uh, before the match uh, tonight, uh, Jose Mourinho on his pre-match press conference, I, I think he uh, referenced what happened in uh, Genova, twice or two or three times and we kind of felt it at the time because we we said after you know it it is one thing to lose a match it's just another when you see just that level of i mean that was pure depravity what we saw uh, against genoa um but you can tell that that is still weighing on his mind and it is almost as if he is not only challenging Roma, but but almost like holding that against them. Like you have to prove that you. What we saw, it wasn't that long ago, and that was so bad uh, that you 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 do not have the luxury. And you and I both say this on here 
all the time. Uh, Roma does not have the luxury ever to look past a match, a game, an opponent. You have earned nothing in that respect that allows you to do that. And I think you just put it perfectly in terms of, you know, Every match has to be approached and taken with the same, uh, same effort, same, uh, you know, uh, confidence. You have to have the same uh, strong mentality going into it. Now, of course, human nature sometimes kicks in and where, you know, we will see Roma drop one uh, when they certainly shouldn't. But for, for the game tonight, I just want to harken back to this. Not only did they need to win, but there was there was something very, very. I don't. I can't say enthusiastic because again, it's not as if a if you were the neutral that second half. I can't imagine you were anywhere near excited as I was. But it just felt like Roma in that second half. Again, even though they didn't score, the control. I just loved watching them do that because, again, it was as if they were unbothered. They weren't even remotely threatened by the possibility of conceding. And they they look so self-assured of themselves. You look at – you go to that second half, and I know no goal scored. What are you talking about? But I compare that to the first half against Genova. The, the difference in maturity um, – mentality it, it, it is mind-blowing to me and we could say this about roma season after season after season i do not understand how this is the same group of players i mean i mean just the the self-assuredness they showed tonight against slavia praha what forget uh, forget being anywhere close to what they showed against genova i mean they showed nothing against genoa and then to see them be able to kind of transform like this all, all within a very short period. I know that Genoa match seems, you know, ages ago, but it, it really, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that long ago. And to see them be able to do this tonight, it gives you confidence, but also it gives you that frustration. It's like, you know, you have had this in you the entire time. You have been able to do this because look at how many, uh, I, I mean, who, who sat tonight? You didn't have Belotti. Uh, Spinazzola was rested. You had no Pellegrini, no Paolo Dybala. Um, I, I mean, just the, the number of guys that were missing. Chris Smalling still uh, st- still comes back from injury, but, you know, they're not going to play him. I, I mean, I don't know how it comes and goes like that, it, it, especially a trait like that, the effort, the professionalism. It would be one thing if Roma were just technically and tactically crap. In a way, that would almost be easier for me to accept, but... When you see them like this, where they just come in and take care of business and it's done before half an hour, and you still have in the back of your mind what happened against Genoa, part of me wants to think, okay, maybe Jose Mourinho keeps referencing that because maybe in his mind he views that as a turning point. And maybe the team themselves views that, view that as a turning point because that was such a horror show of a performance, both from a physical and mental point of view, that you almost have to keep that in the back of your mind that if you are not giving maximum in all respects, uh, we see what can happen. Where where are you with them? Because I, you're going to do a live stream with the before the match, uh, before the Inter match. So I'll I don't want to get too much into it now. But I mean, going into this match against Inter, okay, we've talked about 
a number of times the struggles of Roma against the big teams. Okay, fine. I don't know what to expect. Um, I really, you, you would think, you know, season three under the same manager that you'd be able to have at least some sense of um, a, a better read on what you can expect. I don't know what to expect. All I know is that if they can do anything even resembling what they did tonight, where the professionalism, the the mentality, the the business-like approach, I'm not going to say they're going to win. In fact, I'm not even going to say they're going to get the result. But I, I just have to tell you, after what I saw tonight, I feel infinitely more confident than I would have with just a, a, a regular uh, one-to-zero shithouse win. I, yeah, I mean, I I, obviously, this is um, it's it's always it always matters when it, you know when you want to assess the level of confidence, it always matters how you how you get a win. We are always yes. talking about that three point, points are all that matter. Um, obviously, that also depends on circumstances because if you are desperate, anything will anything goes. If you're desperate, if you're struggling. If you're in a difficult spot and you get three points and you get a win, that's all that matters. Uh, but right before a big match, to get a win is one thing. To get a comfortable win is another. Um, because it shows you, that once again, you got the quality. Uh, I say it not because I like to repeat myself, but I, I say it because I clearly see that this is the thought that is processed time and time again within Roma players, it almost seems like they can't believe it themselves, just like Eduardo Bove couldn't believe it today, just like El Shirawi was a bit taken out of it against Monza. He was like, wow, did that shit, did that really happen? These are players that, for the most part, are not aware of their capabilities. The ones that are, such as Lukaku, they show it time and time again. The important thing is to get the extract that quality, extract that juice, that strength, those, you know, those important skills from those players in these moments where, uh, as Mourinho just said in, in his post match, th this team is faced, facing uh, a lot of fatigue because the same players yes. have to play time and time again, and you have a lot of players that are have been injured and continue to be injured no matter what. And uh, that's why you need guys like El Shraoui, like Bove, guys that perhaps are not, you know, superstars, but they are the ones that can come in useful and can surprise you and can deliver moments where you least expect it, like El Shraoui against Monza, like Bove today to open up the game 1-0 after 43 seconds, you know. That's what it's all about. A season is long. A season is not dictated only by superstars. A season is dictated also by the players around these superstars. It's, it's dictated by the ones that work their asses off, that are there, that are available, that make themselves available, that are willing to take on, you know, playing in a position that is not theirs to begin with, and then deliver, deliver. That's that's yes. to me that's the most important part. It's not even having somebody like Lukaku score time and time again. It's having somebody like Eduardo Bove say, "Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm 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 good to go. I can I can do it." Or having Al Shraoui be like, "You need me off the bench. I'm there. You need me as a starter. I'm there. You you need me to play alongside Romelu Lukaku. That's fine. I'll do it. Whatever it is, I'm there." 
that's 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 how you succeed that's how you build momentum is relying on everybody yeah. uh for so long it seemed like in Mourinho's first season there was that notion where only certain players can play and now it it's really anything goes uh, Mourinho is still reluctant to rely on those primavera players but he is edging closer and closer to the conclusion that anything goes that if i can get even you know, five good minutes out of this kid and and that can contribute to a win at San Siro, then I'll do it. I'll do it. To hell with it. And so that's, for me, that's the most encouraging part. That's what I take away from this game is that, yeah. um, I don't know, I don't know if a result against Inter is possible, but the chances of this team are far better now than they, than, than had we, say, won just one to zero, with that Bove goal in the first minute and then barely holding on to it, maybe having, I don't know, a, a Slavia goal called offside or something, yeah, looking shaky. Yeah. Um, this team has its limits, so it's not like they go into Inter as favorites. But, but no, they're, no, no, no. <laughs> but, but they're also not that far behind. They cannot go into this match and consider themselves inferior. Um, both teams are touchable. Both teams have their limits. Uh, but Roma have to be aware constantly. They have to have that awareness that, oh, you know what? We're not that bad. We're here for a reason. So if I can see through it, if I can tell that these guys are useful, these guys are good, these guys play with a lot of heart, um, then the players themselves should take comfort in that, that it's visible. You know, it, everybody out there in the Olympico is clapping for a reason, because you're when when you're when you play your heart out, when you mean it, unlike the match against Genoa, people see it, people take notice, they understand it, and they respond to it. Yeah, the the thing I am most eager to to see is not again, not even the same level of uh, control they showed uh, in that second half of tonight. It, it is that that inferiority complex that we seem to we know when it's happening you know when, when you and i say you know you can tell when roma are going for roma there's no way to describe it it's just you see it when you see it in these big matches though and i couldn't agree with you more where you just said i don't think roma are that far away that is of course <laughs> under the assumption they are playing at their full potential with the full effort I mean, again, the the Roma that we see against uh, uh, Genoa compared to the one even against Monza, it's just, it, it's night and day. And that is the thing they have to change. Yeah, You cannot allow yourself to have this inconsistency and in, in, forget again, forget all of the technical aspects. I'm talking strictly on the effort and the character. Those are the things that for all of the, as you just said, for the all the shortcomings that we know Roma has, that cannot be the thing that brings you down. It, like I said, it is one thing uh, we're a little, uh, uh, you know, we're not as strong on, uh, you know, on the left uh, flank or something like that. That I can accept. That's easy to accept. That is that is a problem that is far more, uh, uh, that can be rectified far easier than, you know, well, uh, you know, Today, tonight, they didn't have the effort. Hopefully, they have it to get in the next one. Like that, that is a, a non-negotiable. That you cannot have. Um, but it seems like, and maybe it is a sponsor. I don't know. Ever since they changed sponsors, man, I just even against Monza, even though it took a last-minute goal, 
I didn't have any worries about their uh, mentality, about their approach, about their effort. I, none of that. None of that at all. It, it was just a, a difficult match where you needed a last-minute goal. And if they can continue like this, again, they will face teams, uh, you know, uh, that are better than them, and they, they could lose. That's fine. What I can't accept is, again, what we saw against Genoa, they continue like this, though. I, again, I, I feel far more confident uh, than I than I would have, uh, you know, just a couple of months ago with the same group of players. Just, which... just for me, for me, the most important thing is not to see this team rattled. Yes, of, yes, that will be at San Siro because um, because that's another thing. You know, facing a team like Inter on the pitch, it's one thing. Facing a packed, sold out San Siro stadium with. 30,000 whistles with a crowd that will that <laughs> that was given the message by the Curvanor to make Lukaku feel their hate. Right. <laughs> and then obviously in typical Italian fashion they went out of their way to clarify it's not because of his, the color of his skin. Like that's I will, the greatest, I will. <laughs> that's the greatest closing line on anything, you know. We'll 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 lynch him. We'll we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll whistle him, we'll do him. <laughs> We'll make him feel the hatred. We'll make him feel unwanted and unwelcome. But that has it is such to a unique aspect of this country. That is, yeah, that you know, that, that is why I love my people. Um, the same country where in Napoli they want to know uh, uh, Napoli fans. They want to uh, uh, show that they uh, they have uh, they, they are supporting Koulibaly. So they decide to do blackface. That will require an entirely own episode because we. <laughs> Oof. Okay, let's leave it there. Uh, you will be doing a live stream Saturday to talk more um, ahead of the match against Inter. Be sure to tune into that again. Uh, YouTube.com/slash at Iastroma Press. Please subscribe, like all of that good stuff. Uh, and we will chat with you for another episode after. Uh, the match against Inter. So until then, ciao. Ciao.